The Exhibitor Now podcast is your source for the latest news and interviews with thought leaders in the trade show and live event world. Hosted by Mark Johnson, owner of Exhibitor Group and CTSM, the industry's only university-affiliated professional certification program, and by Mike Morrison, industry podcaster and national sales director at WS Display. Give us 30 minutes, and we'll give you everything you need to know now. Need a presenter? Your event audio has you covered. Closed circuit audio equipment with turnkey operation at your trade show booth, live event, or private event. YourEventAudio.com is the place to go. DJ services, MC talent, and a whole lot more. Check out YourEventAudio.com today. Save your seat now for Exhibitor Live 2024. The conference and exhibition for trade show and corporate event marketing is coming to Nashville, Tennessee, February the 25th to 28th. Exhibitor Live features 100 educational sessions and workshops covering everything you need to know to run a successful face-to-face -face marketing program. Plus, you'll enjoy two days to shop North America's largest exhibition of trade show and event products and services. Full registration opens October the 2nd, but you can save your seat now and save $700. Learn more at ExhibitorLive.com. It's August the 4th, 2023, and it's time for the Exhibitor Now podcast. I'm Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display, back in Atlanta from a week in Chicago, and calling in for our show today in Las Vegas is the co-host of the show. That would be Mark Johnson, the owner of the Exhibitor Group. Mark, well, off Mike, we're talking about so it's one of those weeks that everything kind of hits you from every angle, and we, I can only kind of start a show every week, it seems this way, but uh, as I hear the things that happen to you and things that happen to me, it's amazing that we even get together on Friday and can do a show. It, it blows my mind sometimes. You know, we have to be very diligent on our calendars to make sure it stays on here because it does. Uh, there's so many things that are happening in our world today and so many challenges for running a business and just life in, in general from Still a little supply chain, still a little. The biggest thing is shortage of work that creates so many effects to our economy, to our lifestyles and things that happen with it. So, and again, I'm glad to be here. It's uh, great to be on this side of the grass uh, with everything going on. I've had several friends and employees who've lost people this week. Um, so it's a challenge as we go forward with it, but life is good. We've got to live it to the fullest. So let's talk about our points of interest this week. And, and once again, leading right off with our first point is another acquisition that hit the front page, and that would involve Freeman and Sparks. They have seemingly tied the knot, so to speak, and the two shall become one. Or maybe not, as the terms of the contract were really not disclosed, at least as of yet. We'll talk more on that in a minute. This agency combination will focus on the corporate market and complements Freeman's industry expertise and operational excellence, positioning the company to accelerate its growth by meeting the evolving needs of corporate clients and show organizers. So, Mark, 
As I said last week, it's mergers, acquisitions, and expansions in 2023. That seems to be the flavor of the day. Yeah, you know, we all know the M&A is an opportunity for companies to achieve growth and expansion. And in today's world, you know, it's a favorable economic conditions for this. It's still a robust economy with low interest rates. The high liquidity tends to encourage M&A work. There's a lot of money on the sidelines with the VC guys and the private equity uh, but a lot of things are going on from an industry disruption perspective, too, that creates more opportunities for this M&A type of activity. And in this case, I think it's also very strategic realignment that the companies, uh, both Freeman and Sparks, are looking to accomplish. That's my assessment. We'll hear more from the people as we're reaching out and trying to get some of those people to come on board and tell us a little bit in person what their intentions are here. Yeah, our intent is to have a, a great representative from Freeman on our show next week to talk about that. Uh, one of the members of ESCA, who I've known a while, uh, will hold off on uh, the finalization and make that a surprise for next week's show. But we are working on that behind the scenes as we speak. But as we also speak, our second point of interest we had already talked about, but then it finally became a fact this week as a, 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 it's a major magnitude of a, of a disclosure that the 99-year-old trucking company Yellow shuts down, putting 30,000 people out of work. The unionized company has been in a battle with the Teamsters Union, which represented about 22,000 drivers and dock workers at the company. And there have been heavy rocks thrown at the company for years, citing mismanagement. So, Mark, it, it may not have been the unions doing on this as much as it may have been through their own mistakes. Yeah, some of the news I've saw on that too, $900 million in relief during COVID that they received, and they still weren't able to succeed and survive through it. Uh, I don't know the business well enough to, you know, to really see where the mismanagement was, but obviously there was something here that was deeper than that they could work out. And if it was truly just a union situation, I'm sure they could have come out with a situation to work for both parties. But it's unfortunate uh, in some ways. It's uh, They do an awful lot of work in our industry. Uh, but again, I know the other groups out there are excited that there's 22,000 drivers and workers available to bring onto their team. So, uh, you know, unfortunately for some people's misfortune, it's other people's opportunities. That's a good point. You know, hopefully they'll all land and land in uh, fruitful positions uh, wherever they go to. So uh, finally, uh, travel is at the top of the scale. I know, and, and I guess it hits a little home this week since I was on the road. Um it's booming right now. I'll talk about the Chicago aspect of it in just a minute. But uh, the, the point is, while it's booming and increasing, apparently domestic travel is not uh, increasing at the rate of international travel. Leisure travel has boomed in the pandemic's wake, but Americans are focusing on going abroad to the detriment of carriers focused on domestic routes. International bookings for airlines and hotels have surged again, pushing prices higher as a result. And flights abroad now average $962. That's a 10% jump from a year ago and up 26% from 2019. A domestic round-trip fare have, uh, fares rather, have tumbled 11%, and post-COVID business travel has overall been stagnant. And it's forcing carriers such as JetBlue, Frontier, Southwest, and Alaska Airlines, to name a few, to scale back their outlook for 2023. Now, off mic a minute ago, before we go down this road, uh, you know, as international travel is supposedly picking up, uh, what's interesting is the development with the new uh, visa program that's coming out of Europe. 
Uh, starting in January of 2024, there are 30 countries in northern, southern, western, and eastern Europe that will require you to have a visa. It's good for 90 days. You need to get it before you book your flights, according to news sources. And there are several countries in there that we've always just used our passport to get through. Uh, France, Germany, uh, Hungary, Poland, Spain, for instance, Greece. There are several that you would just get on the plane and go with your passport that you, Mark, apparently can no longer do. Yeah, Belgium, like you said, there's several of the countries that, that are really going to change the way we do business. Uh, I've had several trips this year that were last minute uh, heading to one of those countries. And knowing now that you would have to get a visa in place to do it, man, I hope the government gets the or, you know, gets ahead of this and it doesn't take you three months to get a visa on top of it, because that would really alter some of the business travel that we want to do. And uh, it's going to set back just all the international work that we do as a company, but also more importantly, our end customers and where they want people to come in and travel for our events and for where our customers want to go over there and travel. So, yeah, it's uh, interesting times with that. Uh, the more we can get together as or, uh, the countries and figure out the visa thing, I think it'd be great. But I'm telling you, as far as the domestic, man, every time I've been through the airport, I am surprised at the number of travelers. And I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I see a lot of first timers or not regular travelers as you see and they know they're in, you watch them and you can tell that they're inexperienced in some of the processes with it. So travel seems up for me and from what I can see. And I have not been on a plane that hasn't been packed full this whole year. I don't know about you, but uh, hopefully things continue to get smoother and we get uh, more systems in place and people to help solve the issues. Well, as you know, I travel out of the busiest airport in, in, the, in the nation, in Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson. And the what happened Sunday going to Chicago was probably the worst that I've seen in a long time. And what I mean by that were canceled flights, people constantly griping and screaming and yelling at agents. It was a lot of frustrated people who missed connections or they, you know, their flights were canceled for some reason or another. What was interesting was I ate at a Longhorns that I usually eat at in the C terminal. And I saw at least four or five customers with vouchers paying for their food with travel vouchers they received from the airlines. So that's an indication there that there were some hiccups in the travel, uh, at least on that Sunday. Like I said, a lot of disgruntlement. I'm sure it's the labor issue. I'm sure, sure it's it's a lot of that, but uh, we got a long way to go to get back to what travel was uh, prior to this. And I think it will continue to be uh, an issue. But yep, it, it's going to be real interesting to, to watch for the rest of 2023 and things into 2024 as the rules seemingly are going to change. Yeah, and let's hope that, like we talked about, that it, we get uh, more people and more systems and uh, organize faster because it all ends up becoming business and uh, travel was what drives our industry. So we got to make sure that uh, we can all get around and get where we need to be. Well, let's get off the negative Nancy uh, spectrum here and let's talk about a great event that took place in Chicago this past Monday. It was the 20th anniversary of the Chicago Randy. I had the opportunity uh, uh, to experience the hospitality of the people in Chicago and participate in that. 
In that regard, we also interviewed several people that will have those interviews here on Exhibitor Now. But uh, right off the bat, we spoke with the what I call the boss ladies. These are the two women that run this event, have been running it for many, many years. And that would be Nancy Virene and Jackie Hake. And we're going to take a quick time out and come back and talk with them about the 20th anniversary event of the Chicago Randy. And that'll come up next here on Exhibitor Now. And it comes up right after this. Get certified. Attention trade show marketers. Do you want to improve the results of your face-to-face marketing program? Do you want to advance your career and earn more money? We invite you to enroll in Exhibitor Group's Certified Trade Show Marketer Program. CTSM is the most widely respected certification program in the trade show industry. Marketing professionals who earn CTSM certification enjoy salaries averaging 18% higher than their acronym-free peers. Join the ranks of more than 4,000 trade show and corporate event marketing professionals from every type and size of company who are currently enrolled in CTSM, the industry's only university-affiliated certification program. Learn more. Earn more. Visit CTSM.com today. It's the 20th annual Chicago Randy here at Seven Bridges Golf Club, just southwest of Chicago. Amazing. Been doing this for 20 years and, of course, getting ready to celebrate the 29th edition of the Randy Smith Memorial Golf Classic coming up in Atlanta. Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display, of course, co-host of Exhibitor Now for the Exhibitor Group. Mark Johnson, unable to join me on this one. Uh, So much going on in uh, Minnesota right now with everything happening, but... What's happening here is our interview with what I call the boss ladies. These two women keep this machine moving and have for a long, long time. Uh, the last time I was here, I uh, went back and looked, was actually the 2020 pandemic version of this. And if I remember correctly, I think I was the only one outside of the Chicago area who showed up for that event. Today's going to be quite different. I'm sure it's going to be a packed house. And we're going to talk about that a little bit here on Exhibitor Now. First of all, Nancy Vireen, uh, are you the chair of the group here that, that chairs the, uh, the golf committee? I, I don't know if I would classify me as that but let me tell you i'm the oldest and have been doing this the longest so that makes you the boss lady call me whatever you'd like and then <laughs> and jackie's throwing swords at me over here on the left going what about me now uh actually nancy Virene, jackie hey they they run the game here equal equal that's right you're equal so jackie i'll, I'll come to you first it's it every year because i kind of show up as the number three person here the two of you get here and you're running around doing stuff and then i come in to try to set my things up and it throws monkey wrenches in the whole uh setup if you don't believe me we change tables three times uh just to get the table throw to fit but uh and on top of that i left two microphones back in atlanta it's been one of those days so far for this monday but we're going to make it work let's talk to jackie a little bit you've been doing this now a, a while how many years have been involved with the Chicago Randy? I believe this is my ninth year being involved with the Chicago Randy. So the two of you come together and you you set the tables, you get everybody, your vo- the volunteers make it all worthwhile uh, for your sakes, otherwise you would lose your religion three times over, I'm sure. And uh, your ability to, to be able to walk in on a Monday morning, 
uh, every time, same time every year, set this up. And by now, which I think we're just a few minutes away from 10 o'clock a.m., the shotgun starts uh, at 11. But let's talk about some new things for the 20th edition. I believe the first thing that sticks out is a helicopter drop. Maybe tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Yeah, so we have a helicopter um, ball drop in uh, kind of commemoration of our 20th anniversary. Uh, So everybody buys the ball for $25, and um, we have uh, one of our volunteers going up in the helicopter with a pilot, and then they drop all of the balls. I believe we have about 75 of them will drop, and the one who's closest to the hole, the number that's closest, wins a $500 cash prize. That, I don't think I've ever seen a, a that before, B. I know we haven't done it at any other chapter event, including the Randy itself, but uh, who came up with that idea? I, I think I did probably in the, about 2 a.m. in the morning, one, one morning, because, you know, that's how we operate. If you're in the trade show industry, 2 a.m. is the most creative time, at least it is in my world, because I can't sleep, and that's when I come up with these ideas. Uh, That's going to be amazing. We'll we'll kick the event off today, Jackie, with that. And then maybe you could tell us about all the other ancillary aspects of today's event and what's going on. So once the golfers get out on the course, they will be able to play a water game. Um, They will buy a ball there and try to get the ball on the pad in the middle of the water for a chance to win some really cool headphones and a Best Buy gift card. There's also a giant 20 out there to commemorate our 20th anniversary. And if the golfers can hit the big 20 on their drive, then they win a really awesome Yeti cooler. Um... I think that's the, those are the games. We've got Oscar and Associates out here taking photos, and they will be doing something out there. Not sure exactly what yet, but there will be a chance to win a prize with them as well. There's always been uh, something out on the course that uh, makes the event, uh, which is kind of long when you get that many golfers out there. That's my next question, Nancy, is how many golfers are we looking at for the 20th anniversary? So this year for our 20th, we actually have record number of golfers. We have um, 105. Uh, we're normally around the 80-ish mark, so um, I'm not sure if it was the thrill of the 20th or just more people finding out about the Chicago Randy, but we're uh, thrilled to just have that number, so we're very excited. That, that's, a, that's great. Um, the chapter events, I just played earlier this year in the Southern Cal, which was their second year they've done it. Their record numbers that came out and participated in that uh, just uh, outside of Los Angeles. Uh, of course, Las Vegas had theirs. Uh, many of the, the uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks, the uh, the Upper East, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the, they call it the Classic, which is the uh, Northeast chapter as well. I was trying to think of. Uh, they're having there. So everybody's getting ready to pool their money, Jackie, and head towards the the pot for what's coming up in October in Atlanta, and that is the Randy Smith Memorial Golf Classic coming up at Stone Mountain. And uh, it amazes me that every year the strength of the Midwest chapter, it would by far, and they always compete with Vegas. It seems like those two are back and forth, but uh, it seems like you guys put on a show every year, and that's something I guess to be proud of. Well, the Midwest chapter is the largest sponsor of the Chicago Randy uh, golf outing, so we're very proud of that. Um, Anything that the Chicago Randy golf outing needs, we're happy to provide. And the best part about it is that all the money goes to a wonderful charity. So uh, if we're competing with Las Vegas, then that's fine with me. Um, The more money, the better. 
And that, that's that's true. There's always got to be that uh, that inkling of competition between the chapters because that's what motivates a lot of people. Uh, also, it motivates Nancy. Just let's be honest, uh, people to get off their wallet and throw money at the the cause. I know I just dropped a, a, a few pictures of dead presidents myself a minute ago, and uh, it amazed me how fast they slipped out of my fingers and into the hands of your registration people because they're really good at what they do. And that's something else, too. It always seems like you've got a great line of, up of people who are getting people checked in and, and running smoothly there. That's always, like I said earlier, good to have. Yeah, and we could not do all of this. Obviously, you mentioned this alone. So our volunteers are a huge, huge support for us. We appreciate it. Um, they're great at what they do. They put a lot of time and effort in it, um, and we really appreciate it. So Now, to my right, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is this a silent auction type of uh, idea that a lot of the tournaments do where they, they, they have uh, donated items? I see Exhibitor Live's got uh, uh, all-access pass and uh, a couple of other giveaways as well. That always kind of sp- uh, spices up the pot, I guess. Yeah, so um, it's new this year. We're kind of experimenting with it. It's a mini silent auction. We normally don't, but everyone that comes to this Chicago Randy are so generous. We've already broke uh, record numbers for coming into the outing already with the amount of money we collected just for the charity, and uh, we're always astounded by the generosity of, of, of what we're able to contribute with the, to the RSMGC. So very generous people. And of course, uh, to wrap things up, I'll let Jackie have the last word because right now you see the smiles on their faces in just a few minutes when the camera cuts off. Then we go back to the uh, the driving force of getting people in here and get them going. But uh, I guess what you're looking forward to next is probably about 10 p.m. tonight when everything stops and you can get back to work. Is that true? Um, we're able to work a little bit throughout the day. You know, we're, we're used to this. We're used to being on show site. So that's, uh, we'll be able to get some work done today. But what's really cool is after the event, um, all the emails that come pouring and thanking us for what we do and uh, trying to, you know, volunteer for next year. And um, there's always a lot of excitement surrounding this event. So it keeps going, believe it or not, even past uh, once the event is done, the excitement will continue. It's the 20th annual Chicago Randy, and uh, we're getting ready to uh, get people rolling through the doors here momentarily and get them registered, get them out on the course. Uh, We'll have some other videos that we'll uh, edit in with this and let you see what's going on here. So very excited to have everybody here just outside of Chicago. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up for this show after this. Are you searching for trade show and event products and services? Find it on Exhibitor Exchange is your complete buyer's guide to trade show exhibiting and events, featuring the trade show industry's top exhibit and display providers. Find it on Exhibitor Exchange is the industry's best shopping and commerce resource for buyers and sellers of exhibit and event products and services. Reaching 20,000 exhibit and event buyers in every print issue of Exhibitor Magazine, and 140,000 exhibit and event buyers online each year. Search the listings or list your company today. Learn more at exhibitoronline.com slash find it. Great interview, Mike. And uh, Nancy and Jackie are doing a fabulous job. Again, it's a great cause. Uh, You were able to do the Randy record number of attendees. uh, Would you have 105 golfers? Uh, I also was able to attend the Las Vegas one this year, which is also the other big one that goes on outside of the main one in Atlanta. So it's great organization, and and we'll talk more about Atlanta here in a minute, but it's great to see the industry come together and help each other as they go forward, and two great organizations that help support the main one in Atlanta. So well done. 
Yeah, there is absolutely no secret that the Midwest chapter of EDPA, which sponsors that event, and of course the EDPA chapter in Las Vegas, they are pretty much at each other's throat competitive-wise in trying to outdo each other, especially for the large chapter of the year awards at uh, EDPA Access and and just trying. But both organizations do a great job. And this week, uh, Chicago Randy showed their colors that they were very strong. And uh, you mentioned a second ago about the Atlanta Randy, which is actually coming up. Spots filling up quickly. So be sure you head over to rsmgc.org and look at signing up. If you once again, you're planning on swinging a golf club at Stone Mountain Golf Course in October. Also, if you have not listened to the first two episodes of the Association Focus podcast covering advocacy and associations within the industry, be sure to catch that on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Also today, just found out that a new Exhibitor Online link uh, is available to go and listen to those uh, shows and future shows as we add them on. Uh, Our next show will be this coming Thursday. So in the notes of this show, I'll put the link where you can go and catch all the episodes of the Association Focus podcast. Also, don't forget upcoming fast track information for Boston and Charlotte is at ExhibitorOnline.com. And uh, finally, most companies have probably already either started space selections for Exhibitor Live 2024 in Nashville, Tennessee, as you heard earlier in the show with the commercial announcing that uh, and and also saving your seat. Make sure you check that out. Uh, If they haven't done it this week, they'll be able to start next week as the appointments are given out. And very soon, the general population will be allowed to start selecting space. So when that time comes, be sure to select your spot in Nashville for February. So a lot going on, Mark. And uh, it's just busy time getting ready to kick off busy season as we're in August now. We're ramping up for PAC Expo, several of the big shows that happen in Jan- uh, February. Where are we at? September. That's what happens at the middle of the year. You start losing your months. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, it, it comes in the fall and it kicks back up and gets busy again. That's what we're seeing on the supply side. I'm sure you're seeing the same thing. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing with that too, and it is. It's I, I have to check myself when I'm filling out something. That it's it's August. What? Oh my gosh, where is the year gone already? But yeah, we're already looking into the the fall season, and we see a lot of activity starting to pick up again. Uh, for Exhibitor Live in 2024, we appreciate the support of people already. Uh, we brought that in house, and uh, what we're hearing is the process is much more efficient and streamlined. So we're appreciative of everybody's help and support. And if you have any issues, let me know and we'll be glad to take care of it. Now, before we wrap things up for today, uh, and you and I did not talk about this off mic, uh, but uh, your new president and CEO, Mr. David Dubois, and I had a long discussion this morning about some exciting news that's coming. It's actually coming on Monday. And uh, he said, that I should mention on the show today that you need to watch out for social media announcements and all of the press releases that are going to hit the first of the week for a very, very important announcement to an addition to the exhibitor group staff. Would you like to care and and, uh, chat about that for a second? Yes, uh, we will be announcing Monday the, uh, we have found our new chief content officer And uh, we'll be announcing that person on Monday as we move forward with some stuff. And we're really excited about our commitment as we develop the content overall for everything from the magazine to our education and all digital and uh, marketing uh, efforts that we have at Exhibit Alive and how we can continue to drive and lead the industry in the event market um, 
face-to-face market. So it'll be exciting to hear. And I, I, I already know who it is. Don't ask me. I won't tell you. But uh, I will say this. It's a, it's a winner. And uh, the exhibitor group keeps continuing on uh, getting ready to, to get real serious about covering this face-to-face industry. And uh, it'll be exciting news next week. And we'll have more uh, on our next episode of the Exhibitor Now podcast. Be sure to check us out next week. The Exhibitor Now podcast. Give us 30 minutes and we'll give you everything you need to know now.